the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. The NFL schedule release, uh, it was spectacular on social media, Lundy. I don't know if you saw the anime a cartoon that the L.A. Chargers rolled out. I mean, that was impressive. Uh, and the other one I think was one of my favorites is the Carolina Panthers doing like old school 1990s theme, Montel Jordan, this is how we do it, playing in the background. Uh, you had the like AOL dial-up on the old geek machine. Uh, you had the Nintendo, the classic NES, and the guy blowing to the cartridge. <laughs> it was, I mean, there was a lot of creative uh, schedule releases out there done by the social media teams across the NFL, but I think the Carolina Panthers won uh, definitely at the top of the list uh, next to that Chargers. And then there's the Bears who were just lame, and I think the Broncos was super lame as well with that uh, release with uh, John Elway uh, in the halls here at Dove Valley uh, rolling around on his scooter, and he, like, drops the confidential schedule on the floor, and then they, like, screen grab it. I'm like, really? That's it? And you get, like, a cameo from Russell Wilson. But anyway, the schedule is out. Uh, a lot of people think it's, you know, the most overrated and most hyped day on the calendar every single year, but it just goes to show that the NFL is always controlling the conversation, and you and I are talking about it right now. And, you know, we have our beloved teams. You're a Broncos guy. I'm a Bears guy. And we're going to get to our teams here in a second. But I think one of the best values that's out there based on the schedule are the Lions. Uh, it's six and a half on the team win total right now. Pulling this from Bet MGM, and I love the over at plus 110. Uh, given the you know acquisitions they've made in the NFL draft, getting Aiden Hutchinson and Jamison Williams, we'll see Williams in, or Williams down in uh, you know probably mid part of the season. But Jamison obviously has uh, elite skills at wide receiver, and how that you know team played so many nip and tuck contests last season. We're on the wrong side of the ledger. Seven losses by eight points or less. And they have the fifth easiest schedule, according to Warren Sharp, who uses Vegas odds as a projection for the strength of schedule, which I think is the appropriate way to do it. So uh, I love the Lions, man. It's my favorite one on the over six and a half at plus 110. What about your Broncos, though? At 10 and a half, uh, they had the second easiest schedule per sharp to begin this season uh but one of the harder schedules uh over the rest of the year they're like middle of the pack 17th easiest in total it's minus 160 on the under do you think the broncos can get to 11 yeah i i mean i think at the odds you can get it at at the payout you can get it at it's not a bad play to be able to take the over you're right about their schedule if you look at the final six games that they've got the first 11 you're like okay this is this looks like you can do this you can do this you can pick up a win here maybe sneak one here but then you look at the final six that the broncos have and um it's not it's not that it's a murderer's row by any stretch but their schedule is um extremely back heavy in terms of the challenges that they've got um it's it's a pretty impressive back end of the schedule frankly in terms of who they're going to have to go up against so I look at that and say, you know, if if for whatever reason they're dealing with an injury by then, if they're dealing with anything, um, I mean, it's painful what they've got down the stretch. They're going to wind up playing the um, the Chiefs twice at the end of the season. It's actually backloaded that way. It's kind of weird that it's not spread out. Um, but I think the Broncos could get to 11 if you can find it at a good payout. Like, for example, right now at Caesars, Brad, it hasn't changed. It's minus 110 in either direction. So if you actually don't like what I'm saying and you think the Broncos finish with 10 or fewer, 
then your better bet right now is to go to Caesars because it's 110 on either side, just a flat 10 for the win total. Yeah, I think that's a good call there. You know, it's just such a murderer's row in that division anyway. They're going to cannibalize each other. So I think the flat 10 and maybe the under on that is the play for this Denver Broncos franchise. And they just fade the Bears. I mean, they're at 6.5 right now. It's plus 115 on the under. Uh, they're still plus 150 at BetMGM to finish dead last in the NFC North, which I think is a foregone conclusion. They have the uh, ninth easiest, according to traditional strength of schedule overall, but according to Warren Sharp, the fourth easiest schedule. Uh, I know they may have a bit of a cakewalk there, but the Bears are going to be lousy, and that's why I will take them at plus money all diggity day long. With that in the books, let's get after it here on this Freaky Friday with another edition of the fade five number five all right lundy we were off on thursday and we were uh, recalibrating and recalculating some of the odds that are out there to uncover maybe a couple of hidden treasures so let's uh, drop the puck and make some bucks uh what do you like in the stanley cup playoffs tonight hombre you were recalibrating i was sitting around having a beer right? was <laughs> well that, was tequila I... recalibrates me man what was i was i supposed to be calibrating things <laughs> because if so i did not do that over the course of the last 24 hours so i might want to uh, you might want to send that resend that memo could have wound up in my spam folder uh let's start off we got three games tonight uh again three series that could come to an end or could get extended to a game seven um we've got new york in pittsburgh let's start there the rangers will take on the pens sid Sidney Crosby still questionable after getting whacked there late in the second period um, and left with what I always love about hockey. Uh, they do not designate injuries. It's just upper body or lower body. Um, that's all they say, upper body injury. Uh, and so Sidney Crosby still questionable. I'm sure that if Sid the kid can play, he's going to get out there and play. But you know that that crowd uh, is going to be giving the Rangers hell in Pittsburgh for knocking out their kid. Um, but in this particular case, I'm going with the over, man. Uh, it's sitting at six and a half right now at DraftKings uh, Sportsbook. And my favorite part of it is uh, uh, that you can actually take it over six and a half at plus 100. So we're getting straight plus odds. Here's the thing, folks. Through the first five games, seven, seven, 11, nine, and eight. Ooh. Even Brad knows that that means they've hit this over, over in all five games so far. And in fact, if you go to the last 33 times that these two teams have played, they have hit the over in 23 of the 33. So all indications are that we're going to see the puck in the back of the net, especially with a fired up crowd uh, because of the injury to Crosby and the chance for Pittsburgh to close it out at home tonight and move on to round two. Let's take the over of six and a half. Uh, yes, I'm a moron and I know. Go with the over. Number four. All right, Lundy, NHL pick number two in the race to the cup. Who do you got tonight? Well, once again, we're going to uh, stick with another overplay. I, I can't help it. I have to. We're going to take Florida and Washington. The Panthers have the 3-2 lead in this series, but this one will be played on home ice in the nation's capital as the Caps will try to stave off elimination and move on to a Game 7, uh, much the way that last night's contest did. This is another one where, again, I'm following some of the trends of what we've seen. First of all, the last 13 times these two teams have played, they've hit this over in 10 out of those 13. Um, yes, they have gone under 
the uh, proposed six and a half a couple of times in their series, but it was eight goals just 48 hours ago with Florida winning at five to three to take this three two lead. Um, I think this is going to be a fast and furious game. It's going to be a 930 Eastern time puck drop. So once again, I like the over in this one because I think these two teams are just going to get into a track meet on the ice, 200 feet of back and forth action. And if that happens, they're going to cruise past this total at six and a half. I will roll with that one. And again, you can get it at DraftKings right now, juiced a little bit, minus 130. 200 feet. Uh, I just learned the dimensions of an actual NHL hockey rink. So congratulations to me. Thank you for that little nugget, Luddy. Number three. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. And right now, the gift that keeps on giving, it's the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, it has been very well documented here on this podcast and various shows where you listen to the Sirius XM show or live on the line, the television show. I cannot stop betting on the Reds, either fading them early in the season, whether tailing them and their opponent over the runs total in the game or just Cincinnati's total overall. And that's where I'm going with this pick in Pittsburgh against the Pirates. And I'm going to take the Reds on the over three and a half runs at minus 120, Lundy. They have done this in nine straight games and in four consecutive contests against the Buckos. You got Mitch Keller on the bump for Pittsburgh, and he has got a ghastly 6.11 ERA on the season. Now, he's been somewhat unlucky, according to the 330 BABIB. So, eventually, this ERA could come down. But the way that uh, Tyler Stevenson and company have been swinging the stick, uh, I think they're going to make a lot of contact in this game. Keller has given up at least four earned runs in four or of his six turns of the rotation this season. So, uh, given the hot hand of Cincinnati, given a plus pitching matchup on paper, three and a half runs is way too low. I think it's going to be another quattro at least in the box score. So, fade or follow, the big red machine cranking it up, scored at least four runs in the Steel City, minus 120 at BetMGM. I think it's great that we've just turned Cincinnati into a betting machine um, <laughs> because crazy, God man. knows that they're, I mean, they're a bad baseball team, but at least we figured out ways to be able to profit off of them. I, I like this bet. You talked about the fact of how many games in a row that they've been able to do it. And it seems like even when they are getting on the wrong side of, uh, uh, of the ledger, by the time we complete the nine innings, they're still managing to score. They just can't seem to stop anybody else from doing it either, which is why they sit with that 8-24 and 24 record. Um, they're also putrid on the road, by the way. I mean, they're putrid in general, but they're really bad on the road. So um, I like the idea of them getting the runs. Uh, but then, of course, you know, the Pirates will find a way to win it. This Brad could wind up being some crazy, like, 6-5 to five final. Yeah, I think so. Bet on the Reds over yet again and make some cold, hard cash. Stay tuned for my top picks that are probably not going to hit and the NBA postseason plus bonus time, not only in the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. Number two. All right. The NBA just doesn't make sense right now. It is uh, very confusing and bewildering and complicated, and I can't get anything right is what it seems, especially in the player props market. However, the only thing that's been cashing for me, I just keep betting Luka Doncic over one and a half steals, and he's getting it done with ease at plus money. So uh, outside of that, everything else has been a losing ticket. So take this with the entire mine, not just a grain of salt, but the entire mine of salt. But I do like Jalen Brown to get down and assist plus rebounds on the over 10 and a half. 
at plus 100 right now at BetMGM. So really good value here compared to some of the other books, which are at minus money. Uh, but again, plus 100 at BetMGM. Uh, you look at what he has done here in this series. He's been over in four of his last five. 13 combined, 12, 16, 4, and 14. Uh, averaging 7.6 rebounds per game and 4.2 assists per game in this series against Milwaukee. You look at the box. Uh, they've allowed the fourth highest opponent rebounds per game at 42.9, but the sixth uh, lowest at 23.7 opponent assists per game. So Brown, though, is a guy that does a lot of little things, uh, much like Jason Tatum does. And with Tatum uh, likely to be another high-volume shooter in this game, uh, hopefully he's going to you know throw a couple of passes his general direction and Tatum will you know pop, drop it, and we log an assist there. And I think he'll get enough rebounds to justify this. You know, something like – uh, seven rebounds, uh, four assists. That's all we need, and we cash a ticket. So I'm feeling good about that down in the pit of my belly. So do you trust your gut on this one, Lundy? Fade or follow Jalen Brown over 10.5 assists plus rebounds, plus 100 at BetMGM. I, as soon as you said we were switching to NBA, I was just going to say fade. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm sorry, man. You're just – you you, you have I'm been cold. cold. You have been cold, shivering, brr. Uh, with your player props lately. So I don't know, man. I might have to fade you on this one just out of pure principle. I know you you made a really valid argument. I like it. Um, you know, but I, I just you, – you haven't been feeling it lately. You just – I mean, you, you well, actually, you've been feeling it. You just haven't been catching it. It's the problem. So I'm doing my best to support you, brother. I will <sighs> follow on this one. But I think it's actually because I think the rebounds are what are going to help us get there. I think he's going to have a good, solid rebounding night. So I will follow – but son of a bitch, man, you're making this hard to do. Oh, it's doomed to fail. Fade the noise. Probably score some cash. Number one. All right, let's go to the last one here. And it's a little SGP or one game parlay at BetMGM. And uh, we're going to go to game number two. And I, I think the Warriors going to close out the Grizzlies. I mean, they were humiliated on national television last time out. Remember, at one point, the live line was plus 45 and a half that I saw at DraftKings uh, in that game, that blowout lopsided smashing issued by the Memphis Grizzlies there in West Tennessee. Now, this game going back to the Bay Area, uh, potential elimination game. And I think Steph Curry and company are going to rise the occasion. So I'm going to take a player from each team here and put them together in a little juicy one-game parlay. Give me Steven Adams, 10-plus rebounds. Uh, Adams has just been a boarding machine these last couple of games. 28 combined boards going 13 and 15 in each of those back-to-back contests. Uh, again, an undersized Warriors front. Uh, they're going to have their hands full trying to seal him off the offensive or defensive glass. So I think he gets at least 10 squeezes of the rock. And they give me Seth Curry, or Steph Curry, excuse me, uh, four plus threes. Uh, I, I know he's been a bit of a roller coaster ride in this NBA postseason, Lundy. He's only been over in two of his last five games in the series, only shooting 30.2% from downtown. But shooters are going to shoot 10.6 three point attempts per game at home, feeding off the crowd. This should be a four to six threes made kind of game for the subway pitch man. Uh, he'll earn that cold cut combo. So give me again, Adams, 10 plus boards and Steph, the chef to cook up four plus threes. That is a cool plus plus one fifty five at bet. MGM fade or follow. Ooh, man. Okay. So here's, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sort of, can, can I sort of follow it? Can I, can oh, you I gotta like, go have these on it? 
Well, no, here's what I want to do. And it's not going to make it as juicy of a payday. And that's the problem. But if I bring Adams rebounds down, I'm worried about him getting to double figures. I know he's done really well, but if I bring Adams down to nine and I still roll with Steph from outside, because I think that he's going to be able to do it. And you're going to hear more about that from me in bonus time. Uh, but if you put those, it's only a plus plus one twenty-five. So it brings it down by changing Adams rebound. It goes from plus 155 to 125. But I, I like pairing these two together. I'm just I don't quite have the balls here on a Friday to roll with the 10 plus rebounds. So I knocked it down to nine and I'm still at plus 125. So I'm like I'm, I'm like sort of following. Like you said, I'm half following because I agree with you on Steph. But I'm going to bring that number down for Steven Adams. Yes, I'm not going to get as much of a payday, but I'm going to get myself a little bit of a buffer there just in case. Uh, team reasons, but you're still getting it at plus money. So I don't entirely hate it. Uh, okay. What you're probably okay. going to hate, uh, at least our listeners here, the five people that listen to this uh, podcast religiously, are our bonus time picks, Lundy. What other losers do we have on this Friday? What other losers do we have? <laughs> um, all right. First of all, I don't have a good – there's a third um, NHL game tonight. It's Calgary and Dallas. I do not have a good feel for this game because, frankly, Calgary, in my opinion, is the better team. They're up 3-2, but it's on the road. It's at Dallas. I want so badly to take the over because I can get it at plus odds on five and a half goals, but I just have a weird feeling about this game. So I'm staying away from Calgary and Dallas, but I gave you the overs in the first two games. Here is a simple alt line that you can do with those, by the way, if you want to back it down just slightly, take each game to five and a half. So the Rangers and the Pens, uh, the Panthers and the Caps, if you take both of their totals to five and a half and then take the over, that is a plus 136. That does buy you a one goal buffer in both games and still gets you into positive territory. Then if you go back to Wednesday's pod, obviously we we're off yesterday. Uh, we took Artemi Panarin of the New York Rangers for over two and a half shots on goal at plus money. He hit that. He hit it with relative ease. He actually finished with five. I'm going back to that well again tonight because he is still at two and a half and it is still at DraftKings at plus odds. This time at a plus 110. They brought it down just a little bit. Um, he has had two games where he's had two. He did have a game where he had a goose egg, but but outside of that, he's had five and five. Obviously, this is a big game. The Rangers season is over if they lose tonight. Panarin is their stud. I think he's going to come to play tonight. I don't know whether he's going to score or not, but I think he's going to pepper the net with shots. So I'm going to take those plus odds again. Over two and a half shots for Artemi Panarin at plus 110 at DK. Mm, Panarin. Oh, uh oh. And, oh, yeah. uh, by the way, real quick, I yeah. forgot. I was going to throw in Steph Curry. I agree with you on his made threes, which is why I also like over on his points at 27 and a half, which is standard juice right now at minus 110. If you go back even to the Denver Nuggets series and look at what happened uh, over the course of that series, he has been over uh, 30. He has had 30 points or more in all but game one against Denver. That's it. So he has been over in four straight home games in the playoffs where he's had 30 points or more. I say he does it again because he likes, you know, he's got the friendly confines of the home court. So that's my other uh, play correlating with your three-pointer approach. I'm going to take the over on his total points at 27 and a half minus ah, one. Correlate, synergize, bring it all together. Yeah, I think he is going to shine in the spotlight tonight. I totally agree with you there. All right, let's stick with the NBA and uh, another one that I like. And let's go with my little two-legger that I've been doing. Now, I missed these last couple, but I have been up 
on these in the postseason. I like to alt line it. Uh, so give me Golden State minus four and a half. I'll bring that down. And give me Boston plus six and a half. Again, I think this game is going to be nip and tuck like it has been this entire thrilling series between the Celtics and Bucks. That's plus 116 right now at BetMGM. Let's go to the world of Major League Baseball, shall we? Uh, and I really like a little one-game parlay or same game or put this together at DraftKings. C.J. Cron to get a hit. C.J. Cron to get an RBI. Uh, it's not a plus money, but it's a minus 110. And I think he is going to have a ton of success tonight uh, against Zach Greinke. Now, he's only faced him three times in his major league career. Did homer off of him in one of those three at-bats. But really the story here is C.J. loves the home environment there of Coors Field. He is batting 377 in home contests this season with seven homers and 18 RBI in 16 games. So I think he gets a hit and a ribby. And he put those together at DraftKings on a same gamer. It is minus one ten. Uh, elsewhere, I like Pablo Lopez over five and a half strikeouts against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, this one at minus one twenty five at FanDuel. Milwaukee, the fifth highest K rate of any team in Major League Baseball at 9.13. Lopez has been over this in four of six games, 8.75 K per nine, and drawing a 31.8 cold plus swinging strike rate. Uh, one of the better marks in that category in Major League Baseball. Also, uh, give me the New York Yankees over four and a half runs against the Chicago White Sox on the south side of guaranteed rate. Uh, and the Yankees aren't going to put up another 15 runs like they did last night. But I think they're going to tee off against Vincent Velasquez of the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Velasquez does have a 3.97 ERA, but it's a bit deceiving. I, I think that number is going to balloon because you look at some of the hard data underneath the surface. 3.5 civil walks per nine. So he's had some issues uh, with his control. A 45.6% hard hit rate. And he gives up a ton of fly balls. It is a warm day. It's going to be a breezy day on the south side. Giancarlo Stanton, Tony Rizzo, uh, Aaron Judge. Those bats are going to be talking. And the Yankees have been over this in uh, three straight games. And they're averaging 4.9 runs per game on the road this season. So we're going to like the over there on the four and a half. How about a no home run parlay before we get out of here, Lundy? And I'm adding a leg. Usually I do four. We're going to go five to get it to plus 100 at DraftKings. Javi Baez, no homer. James McCann, who is a catcher with a very low ISO uh, for the New York Mets, sticking on Seattle. He doesn't homer. Adam Duvall, shall not homer. He's got six strikeouts and nine at-bats against you, Darvish. Lifetime. Bryce Harper does not go yard wide. It's Clayton Kershaw. He's 5 of 27 with 14 punch outs against the outstanding lefty in his lifetime. And Frank Schwindel of my Cubbies. Yeah, it's Zach Davies. Yeah, it's Arizona. But Schwindel is just not healthy right now. Just a couple of homers and 99 at bats and a 24% K rate. So all five of those guys do not eclipse the fence. Again, that is plus 100. And that is a wrap on this locked and loaded. And full, very full, and hopefully you are satisfied as a result edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Nathaniel Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me there, at Noisy Huevos. If you enjoy this podcast, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly. really helps us out tremendously. And until next time, have a splendid weekend. It is always Fade or Follow. That is up to you. Fade the noise.